Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Breaking gun legislation news. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi said a little bit ago that she expects the Senate to pass the new gun reform package in time for the House to take it up before the weekend, as in this weekend. And then it will be finalized, I guess, and signed in the law next week. So that uh, too tepid for some, too strong for others gun legislation. The first gun legislation in decades is going to happen. Politically speaking only, I think if you're uh, on the right side of this argument, you take this as a win. This is going to let a lot of the air out of the balloon for the next time, because there will be a next time. There's some sort of horrifying shooting, and they're screaming for gun legislation. They, the the other side can't use the argument they've been using now for a long time. Nothing's been passed in decades. When are we going to finally do something? Right, and it'll also take the steam out of the, the showmanship, the performative politics of running something up the flagpole, maybe, maybe even passing it that they know is unconstitutional. But, you know, they'll get contributions and votes and stuff for it, and we'll waste all sorts of time and just become more partisan than ever. I also think it's useful for uh, senators and congresspeople to actually work the muscle of uh, working together across the aisle. I just think that's good for the republic. And we'll see if this does any good, some of these new attempts at uh, looking at the mental health aspect. And the under-21 oh, hey. under criminal records and that sort of thing. 
Right, right, yeah. Uh, speaking of things that kill people, I want to get to the whole fentanyl thing. We have some good uh, sound uh, clips on that. Um, just because I think the more people who understand that the drug you think you're buying online is not what you think it is, it probably has fentanyl in it, and people are dying like crazy. And And activists, particularly parents who've lost their beautiful teenage kids to this thing, they've called for a change in the language that seems minor at first, but I think is really important. So we'll tell you about that a little bit later on. You know, Jim Cramer is Mad Money, host of CNBC. We've interviewed him a number of times. Interesting dude. Anyway, he thinks that Gen Z spends too much money on stuff they don't need, and they're going to have to learn to get over it because times are going to be tough for a while. And I'm happy to hear him saying this. Sort of thing I'm going to be saying to my kids when they're old enough to have their own money. Uh, Nearly half of adults belonging to Generation Z, who are currently ages 18 to 24, say they live paycheck to paycheck. Kramer thinks young adults can do a better job investing some of their money, even if it's just a few dollars. They seem like they have a lot of money, even when they don't have a lot of money. He's noticed that young workers don't have much earning power. They still spend a significant portion, for instance, eating out. Um, Number of young people that he sees at restaurants, who he knows don't have the kind of money that can afford that. Young mm-hmm. people buying $14 margaritas after a long work day. Yeah, well, I certainly didn't that do that sort of thing. I drank draft beer if I drank out at all when I was young and broke. Uh, and he said, oh, I know what you might say. Oh, Kramer's rich. I don't want to hear this lecture. But did you live in your car on the side of Interstate 5? I remember when he told us that story on the air when we interviewed one time. He was living in Sacramento, living in his car while he had a job. And even then, while he was living in his car, he still put $100 into a stock index fund every month. And he did that all throughout his 20s. And he said it made me a millionaire. He said, I'm not talking anything draconian. I'm not saying don't ever go out. Just don't spend money each week. That you shouldn't have. Look at how you're spending your money and spend less. That, that's just clearly true. Now, if I was living in my car in Sacramento by, like, say, Interstate 80, would that count, or does it have to be I-5 in his example? Um, yeah, I. You know, it's none of my business. I just know how, I, how little I ate out when I was not making much money. Oh, and, never. Uh, I never did. No, ne- never. Yeah, never. Yeah. Never was how often. Well, it, practically it, never. Okay, and it was, and I, and and if I did, it was going to be because I got the 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 the, the two for one whoppers with cheese. Or I remember Arby's beef and cheddar's five for five dollars. That was a coupon for a while, where it was like literally cheaper than I could eat going to yeah. the grocery store. Well, and the idea of going out with your friends and ordering a fourteen dollar margarita. I mean, I love that. No. But when you're young and poor, drink like a normal person at home, alone in the dark, muttering angrily. Right, like I do, and to relieve the the misery of your life, don't yeah, exactly. not, don't drink for joy, drink no. to relieve misery, right? <laughs> oh, and not to connect with hell? people. I took this too far myself. Yeah, you took it dark there, <laughs> little dark. Somebody turn on the lights. Hey, you know, I I was frantically rooting through my stack over here of uh, emails to find this one from Katie, which I held on to. Um, we're talking about living like it's the fifties, which might be necessary. I don't know. Um, oh, and then we got to get to China's uh, economic problems, I suppose, at some point. But uh, she said, I grew up on a farm in Northern California. No TV, one room, schoolhouse for elementary. First job at age five, uh, working on the farm, helping out with chores and stuff like that. Uh, learned to drive so I could do any job on the dairy at a young age. 50 to 60 hour work weeks during the summer. School breaks in middle school, high school, college, etc. 
Uh, this is this is tough. This is more than you're going to do probably, but the, I'll get to the point. We didn't eat out, hunted for our food, had dinner as a family every night. I bought my own clothes, entertainment, etc. from age 12 out, out of my $3 an hour pay rate. It taught me the value of money like I never realized. When I left the farm after college, got a job in Stockton, California, I was mocked relentlessly for how I live. I drove a used pickup that I bought myself in high school, packed a sandwich and veggies for lunch from home every day, showed up every day for my shift, and learned more than I was taught. I love that phrase. I learned more than I was taught. Hmm. That's a good one. I've never heard that before. Yeah, that's a good old, like, uh, farm, farmish, uh, expression. I love that. I didn't realize that was something to be ashamed of. I became store manager after five years, bought, bought a house for myself at 26 years old. My coworkers still mocked me, but now it was about being the white girl making too much money that she could buy a house. They literally did not understand until I explained it. The money they spent on eating out three meals a day and tattoos and booze at clubs all the time was the money I saved to buy my my house by making the lunches they mocked and improving my work skills to get paid more. I wish everyone would go back to living like it's the 50s. She says, I feel like we were better people. Our society was nicer to live in. People understood the uh, the value of a dollar. Um, to be fair, is that the right word? Uh, my mom lived the way she, my dad, uh, lived the way they live by the hard lesson of reality not just like mm-hmm. born with stronger moral character oh yeah you know that's how, that's how you get there and that's why th- that's where this next generation is going to come up with the idea of hey how about we don't drink expensive drinks at the restaurant we go over to my place with a six pack of uh not very expensive beer that's going to come out of necessity is where it's going to come from right I unless, think so, yeah. unless unless we come up with a generous enough welfare state with tiny holes in our safety net that you can get away with continuing to splurge, which we may do as a as a nation for a while. Gee, let me think. Can you get people to vote for that? Uh, uh-oh, we're in trouble. That is one yeah. difference between now and back in the day. If you didn't get uh, right with your finances, ain't no, 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 weren't a lot of options to bail you out, other than the local church, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember the uh, the words to the theme from All in the Family. Didn't need no welfare state. Everybody pulled their way. <laughs> yep. Good times. <laughs> so Gordon Chang is a real uh, independent thinker when it comes to China. Uh, he does not go with the herd. And, you know, occasionally he's off a little bit, but he's on more than he's off. Uh, his headline is, China's economy is collapsing. Here's why you should worry. As if you need something else to worry about. Yeah. Boy, if China's <laughs> economy. I'm so sorry. I want China to fail, but, man, their economy collapses now. Oof. Oof. And part of the oof has nothing to do with economic oof. Oh, really? It's a completely different oof, a new category of oofs. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. That's something to look forward to on the way. The country is going straight into the dumper. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, 
American Airlines has announced that it will no longer service Toledo, Ohio due to a pilot shortage, despite being the only commercial carrier to service the city. So if you have to go to Toledo, I have even more bad news. <laughs> I've never liked those kind of jokes. The whole, yeah. if you don't live in New York or L.A., it's a dumb place to live. I've never liked those kind of jokes. Never will. Yeah, here, here. Yep. Yep, very elitist. Oh, speaking of elitist, uh, Van Jones with the political quote of the day we'll get to in yeah. the next half hour or so. Really smart, really interesting. Yeah, From I, the famed lefty advisor to Barack Obama. I've got some of the January 6th testimony I want to read to you just so you have an idea of what was going on. It's pretty interesting. So, uh, interesting piece from Gordon Chang out uh, in, the, in the last couple of days. Uh, he says, Chinese ruler Xi Jinping has staked his rule on making China larger by annexing neighbors. Taiwan is not his only target. He needs success to assure a precedent-breaking third term as the Communist Party's general secretary. But the Chinese people, preoccupied by a failing economy, are in no mood for their leader's aggression. Um he says, we start with the party's storyline that the relaxation of COVID-19 lockdowns is leading to an economic revival. Don't believe it. The mm. ongoing downturn is not merely the result of disease control measures. The most fundamental program problem is that she has been reversing reforms and reinstituting strict state control. He is a totalitarian at heart. The second most fundamental problem is that China is carrying a staggering load of debt. The Bank of International Settlements estimated that the country's debt was equal to about 290% of its gross domestic product in late 2020, but has grown to about 350% now. There's a story I've never huge. heard about is China's debt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the debt, however large it may be, is distorting the economy, especially the crucial property sector, which accounts for about 30% of China's GDP. Home prices are declining countrywide, but more worryingly, sales volumes are plunging. Home sales fell 34.5% in the first five months of this year, Whoa. compared with the same period last year. Whoa! I wonder what that number is going to be in the U.S., by the way. But property developers are defaulting one after another. One of them, Evergrande Group, which we've heard a lot about, is struggling under $305 billion in uh, obligations. Banks are troubled. Go ahead. Just because you brought that up, I've got those numbers more or less in front of me. So sales of existing homes tumbled for the fourth month in a row. Existing home sales declined by 3.4% in May, um, uh, down 8.6% from a year ago. My point being that while that's a lot for us, it's nowhere close to 30-some percent. I mean, that's oh, yeah. extraordinary. Your economy is really crazy for that to happen. Yeah, that's more than quadruple what we're dealing with. Uh, banks are troubled. There have been at least six runs on banks uh, since mid-April. How do I not know In two know of the this? provinces I've never heard of. Yeah. Uh, they're probably in the hinterlands, but there are restrictions on deposit withdrawals elsewhere, including Shanghai, the financial capital. China's banking system is showing the strain of an economy that looks like it is contracting. Boy, there are limitations on how much of your own money you can withdraw, even in Shanghai. Investors are fleeing. The bond market in May recorded its fourth straight month of outflows as investors chased higher yields in the U.S., Oh, blah, blah, blah. They can't match the Fed Reserve's rate hikes because higher rates in China would push the economy deeper into the red. Uh, Beijing cannot expect others to come to the rescue by buying Chinese products like they did in 2020. The world, unfortunately for the party, is headed into a recession or worse. It will be a calamity, Charles Ortel of the On the Money podcast tells Gordon Chang. 
As he notes, quote, not since the OPEC oil shock have global economic conditions been so unsettled. So with trends moving against Beijing, the world's next great economic crisis will almost surely be China's. Why should we care? And this is the part I did not see coming. For decades, the primary basis of legitimacy of the Communist Party has been the continual delivery of prosperity. Now, because of the accelerating downturn, the party's only remaining basis of legitimacy is nationalism. Therefore, the world should expect Beijing to engage in even more nationalistic behavior to justify its existence. And he talks about the party becoming already increasingly belligerent. Chinese military violating a sovereign Taiwan airspace, intercepting and damaging an Australian reconnaissance plane, the whole South China Sea stuff. It, there's actually quite a list. He thinks the only way the Communist Party hangs on legitimacy is to start something really ugly and claim China's under attack. Hello, Vladimir Putin. Wow, that's troubling. Uh, worked for the Soviet Union for a long, long time. Well, and the communists, obviously, if you know anything about the history of the 20th century, are more than willing to sacrifice millions of lives to hold on to power. Sure. Uh, well, the, the collapse of the Communist Party in China would be one of the best things that could happen to the planet over the next, who knows how many hundred years, maybe a thousand years, uh, as opposed to them becoming the hyperpower, which is their goal. Mm-hmm. On, on the other hand, because you're absolutely right about that. It could take 350 years to figure out what replaces it, and then you have to cross your fingers that it's better. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's funny. I was, I was going to unleash a Twitter string on the world uh, yesterday, and then I decided to think about it a little longer. About the Look at you putting thought into your tweets. The, the, Dash it uh, off, man! And include something incredibly controversial that'll end your career. Why not? Uh, the idea that... Everybody throws around the term revolution and revolutionary all the time. Yeah. And if, if you study political science or history or, uh, you know, political history, which is history, um, you realize that many revolutions, maybe even most revolutions, result in something worse. Sometimes permanently, sometimes temporarily, but really, really, really bad. And everybody assumes that, uh, you know, we're going to have a revolution. Things are going to get better. No, usually that doesn't happen. What existed before, maybe you change it from within a little bit. The gas tax holiday. I don't know if it's actually going to happen or not. The Hill's reporting it like Biden's really pushing for it, but... uh... Tim Sandifer retweeting this about the gas tax holiday. The irony of a gas tax holiday, in theory, it lowers the cost to the consumer by taking some of the tax out of the gas. So if gas is five forty today, you take out the what is it, twenty cents of federal taxes and it's five twenty. Um the irony of a gas tax holiday is that while simultaneously supporting demand, which keeps the price higher than it would otherwise be, um because if the price goes down, you know, demand goes up a little bit, so it just it kind of offsets each other. Right, right. Although, you know, the other irony is it's so volatile, the price it could go up right. 50 cents next week. Sure. And you've removed part of that, but nobody's really going to notice Yeah, much. Yeah, in terms of being a political move to make people feel better. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, a little of the testimony from the January 6th hearings that I think is worth, worth pointing out. And the highlight, I think, being that a whole bunch of Republicans who voted for Trump held firm to their oaths in face of a lot of pressure. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I said, what would you have me do? And he said, "Uh, just do it and let the court sort it out. And I said, you're asking me to do something that's never been done in history, the history of the United States, without sufficient proof, and that's going to be good enough with me? I would put us through that, my state, that I swore to uphold both in Constitution and in law. No, sir. That's Rusty Bowers, Speaker of the Arizona House of Representatives, who was being pressured by Rudy Giuliani and the president to uh, come up with this extra legal faux elector slate to help overturn the election, uh, talking about the pressure he was getting and how he told Giuliani he wouldn't do it because they hadn't produced any evidence that what they were saying is true. By the way... Bowers voted for Trump twice and just told an interviewer that if Trump runs against Biden again, he'll vote for Trump again. 
Wow. I, okay. I'm not sure I get that, but, um, well, just one thing, uh, and it's, uh, it's up as a select cut at armstrongandgetty.com, uh, podcast where we were talking about this last week. Uh, that bears out exactly what my theory was. Trump was trying to litigate the election like he litigates paying the plumbing contractor who put all the toilets in his new hotel because he famously refuses to pay makes them sue, then hashes out how much he actually pays. And Trump, because he didn't have an appreciation for the the weight of the office and what damage that would do to the country, was trying to litigate the election the way he litigates paying plumbing contractors. Hmm. I'm reading from the dispatch today. All this was alarming, but most of Tuesday's time, so the, the fourth of five days of hearings was yesterday. Day five is on Thursday. Uh, and two ways to look at yesterday's testimony. On one hand, uh, the the troubling way in which a lot of people were pressured, and I'll talk about that in a second. The other way to look at it, as Britt Hume points out on Fox, and I think it's definitely worth noting, is you had a bunch of Republicans who voted for Trump, who stood firm with their uh, their obligations and following the rule of law, which I think is heartening. Sure. All this was alarming, but most of Tuesday's time was dedicated to illustrating the human toll of the election lies. For declining to go along with Trump's plan for Arizona, Bowers faced a dismaying barrage of conspiratorial hate. He testified that MAGA protesters came to his neighborhood to accuse him of being a pedophile and a pervert and a corrupt politician. You can accuse me of being a corrupt politician all day long, I suppose. Although if you're in my neighborhood, it's intimidating kind of by definition. But you show up believing I'm a pedophile? That's that whole weird QAnon pedophilia ring that Trump has bravely been sent to to free us from thing. Man, that is just so nuts. They actually went around house to house arguing with his neighbors and scaring his family. He read an entry from his personal journal that he had written in the heart of the madness in December of 2020. It is painful to have friends who have been such a help to me turn on me with such rancor. I may in the eyes of men not hold correct opinions or act according to their visions or convictions but i do not take this current situation in a light manner a fearful manner or a vengeful manner i do not want to be a winner by cheating i will not play with laws i swore allegiance to with any contrived desire towards deflection of my deep foundational desire to follow god's will as i believe he led my conscience to embrace how else will i ever approach him in the wilderness of life knowing that i ask this guidance only to show myself a coward in defending the course he led me to take Wow, interesting wow. thing to that's write. A some really good writing, and, and B, uh, that's a that's a, a hell of a principled man. But at least he signed up for a public facing life as a speaker of the Republican House there in Arizona. You know, he'd gotten into the arena. Others who found themselves in the crosshairs had done nothing more than show up for the job. Two Fulton County, Georgia election workers, Shane. Uh, Shay Moss and her mother, Ruby Freeman, testified about how Giuliani had baselessly accused the two of them by name of smuggling suitcases of fraudulent ballots into the workplace. And then they were on the uh, the other end of all kinds of hate and e- emails and texts and phone calls and people outside their homes and everything else. Moss testified that the newfound notoriety changed her life forever. She stopped leaving her, her home even for basic errands, terrified that strangers would confront her in stores or in the street because they had. And Freeman testified about her indignation that signing on to do the work of a Democratic election would make her a target for a democratically elected president. There's nowhere I now feel safe. Nowhere. Do you know how it feels to have the president of the United States target you? Yeah, they were calling them out by name and saying they had brought in suitcases of fraudulent votes. 
That's a heck of a thing. Wow. And, and you're you're really putting a target on their back at a time when things were at a fever pitch. And you know, you had seen violence at the Capitol. Well, I guess that was before the violence at the Capitol. Mm-hmm. But man, that's 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 rough. That is rough. Yeah, I would say it's it's dangerous and it's awful. You know, getting back to the Trump thing. And, and you know, as I said earlier, because th- this is my goal. This is what I'd like to see. I'd like to see more people calling out both sides for doing this sort of stuff. And screaming at Mitch McConnell in a restaurant when he's just having dinner with his wife until he has to leave is not okay. Or sure. chasing Kristen Simina in cinema into the bathroom where she feels afraid, or sh- or uh, uh, showing up outside Brett Kavanaugh's house with a gun. I know you didn't approve of that, but you didn't even report it on MSNBC or the New York Times, except for the back of the newspaper. So you have to call out all of this sort of activity as not okay for us to sure. get past this point. We could talk about Hillary Clinton not only pushing the narrative that Trump stole the election with the help of Russia, but she started the narrative. I mean, how incredibly soulless and dangerous was that? Sure, of course. In terms of people's uh, believing in election results. Yeah. I mean, both sides, both sides are willing to screw with the Constitution, screw with the country and its people, mislead you in a half a dozen different ways, use you as tools and fools. If it'll get them more power and more money. That's the truth. With the belief, I guess, that we're just rock solid enough that you can do anything and the underlying structure will remain. Well, clearly, that is a uh, bad bet. Yeah, I mean, and I can conceive of people thinking, well, the, the progressive left is so dangerous or... You know, the the far right is so dangerous. Really, any tactic we use to keep them out of power is justified. Mm -hmm. But I don't believe for a second Nancy Pelosi thinks that. I don't think that uh, a bunch of Republican politicians like that Bauer guy, for all of his uh, incredible honor there in what he wrote. Bauer, was that the guy I'm talking about? Yeah. Whatever his name is. Um, I don't believe for a second he'd vote for Trump again. He just wants Trump voters to vote for him, so oh, he's saying really? he would. Wow, you know, interesting. I, you know what? You're if I'm wrong, right. I'm wrong, and I apologize to the guy. It's hard but, to imagine having his life treated the way it was, That, but he doesn't want to bring down the hate upon him. Right. I think. I, I, yeah, I can't see into the guy's soul. I don't know. But anyway, um, yeah, just the, the cynicism and willingness to play with fire around the Constitution and the country is really immoral. Yeah, and it's not going to have a good end if we continue down that road. Yeah, and it's unpatriotic, too, and I resent it on both sides. Adam Kinziger, he's one of the few two Republicans that are on the January 6th committee. He said the other day, and I hope he's wrong, that the elections of either 22 here in November or probably more likely 24 could be like, you know, we just got warmed up on terms of challenging elections. And that, that could either side. We end up with a close election. How are you going to get Democrats to accept that? Oh, God, especially. Or DeSantis. DeSantis wins in a close election. Are Democrats going to believe that was a fair election? Freaking no. And, you know, the other way around. I don't know who. The, I can't even imagine who the Democratic candidate's going to be. Um, but just for shiggles, say it's Kamala Harris. She wins a, a close election. You got you got a, you got another round of this was stolen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, inevitably, because both sides are claiming the other side is stealing elections. 
And you know how you insure against that? You know what the vaccine is against that? Ballot security. Have a system where everybody knows it's impossible to fake votes. It's impossible to collect a bunch of ballots and fill them out for yourself and drop them off at once at the polling place. It's impossible to go through apartment houses, mailboxes, or whatever. Ballot security is so good in America. Uh, one person, one vote, and everybody knows it. That's the vaccine. But the left would say, well, that makes it too hard for black people to vote somehow or other. Or just more ironclad ways to deal with uh, absentee ballots that don't include ballot harvesting, for instance. Both sides need to condemn violence and endorse ballot security. Or or they are playing with fire around the Constitution. Any chance it's not an incredibly close election? Probably not. I don't know. I don't know. Of course, we have no idea who the candidates are going to be in. We're a long it's going to be a binary choice, exactly, and it could end up being a, a landslide. Who knows? We have no idea what the issues are going to be. We're so far out, so I don't want to get that far down the road of speculation. But well, thanks. one more political note: uh, Van Jones, with one of the political quotes of the uh, the month, probably if not the year. You want to play that next? Yeah, sure. The, Noted lefty. Uh, I disagree with him on all sorts of stuff, but boy, is he right about this one? Yeah, his his uh, he's answering the question is why the Democrats are struggling to to uh, get the working class, and he's got a pretty good prescription. I was just going to say, there's no indication at this point that we have passed the worst of this cultural political moment, is there? We're still in the Mm. ramping up stage, I think. Yeah, like so many things that have happened lately, uh, it's possible we're past the worst of it, but I am going to keep my feet at shoulder width. Uh, leaning forward slightly at the waist and get ready for whatever's coming. That's the way you walk? Well, no, just I'm I'm in a ready position. If you were a sportsy fellow like myself, you'd know what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, we got uh, that stuff we mentioned, and then we're going to finish strong next. Stay here. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melody 
Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of Melon Leaf stem cell technology. It's Melon Leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So, big-time Obama advisor, CNN pundit for a long time, uh, well-known lefty intellectual, um, talking about why the Democratic Party is having trouble with the regular working-class voter, or just regular people. Uh, if you pull out the working class, you've got people who are very well-educated and very well-off. Those people talk funny. Latinx, I've never met a Latinx. I've never met a BIPOC. I've never met you know all this, this weird stuff that, these highly educated people say is bizarre. Nobody talks that way at the barber shop, the nail salon, uh, the the the, uh, the grocery store, uh, the community center. But that's how we talk now. So that's weird. And then the people who are very low down on the economic ladder need a bunch of stuff. You wind up overpromising. Oh, we're going to give you reparations to to people at the bottom of the economic ladder, talking weird to appeal to people at the top of the economic ladder, and the working class walks away from you. That is the danger we're facing. I like the level of his disgust. We talk like that, and that's weird. Because <laughs> it is yeah, weird. no kidding. The only people who don't think it's weird is the wackadoo academics who are filling our kids with all this nonsense, filling their kids' minds with it. It's crazy. It's, it's stupid. It, th- those attitudes don't work in the real world. They just don't pass the reality test, and yet everybody's walking around, not everybody, uh, you know, certain intellectual classes are walking around spouting this crap. You know, I'd love to hear a conversation between him. Again, I disagree with Van Jones about plenty, but um, but he's a very smart guy, and I believe he's an honest guy. And uh, who was it who wrote just a brilliant, brilliant essay about um, uh, Matt Taibbi about why Trump won? Because America's racist, and these are racist, say, idiots who have no connection with the American people. All the American working class was getting from the right was... Uh, dishonest promises about how prosperous they'd be with globalization. And all they got from the left was condescension and judgment. Mm. And Trump came in and said, you're my people, and I think you're good people. And duh. Anyway, um, while I would love to dwell on that theme, I really want to squeeze this on. Hillary Vaughn report, uh, special report, uh, Fox News last night about kids dying from drugs. I didn't say overdose. I'll explain why in a second. Clip 70, Michael. 7-0. 
Drug dealers are courting kid customers on social media with emojis and same-day delivery. Sammy Chapman was 16 years old when a drug dealer sent him via Snapchat a menu of what appeared to be prescription drugs. Our son got what he thought was a pharmaceutical delivered to him as easily as ordering a pizza. But what was delivered wasn't what Sammy ordered. It was a poison pill containing a deadly dose of fentanyl. It is more addictive than heroin. And if they don't kill the child or the young adult, they wind up with an addict and a great customer. Oh, boy. So, yeah, they use emojis so they don't have to spell out the name of the drug. And everybody learns what the emojis, the pattern of emojis means which drug they're indicating. That's why I'm against uh, emojis. That's one good reason, certainly. Um, and then, again, if the kids don't die of the fentanyl, they're they're addicted, so they're a steady customer. But then this is a key point in clip 73, Michael. Our kids are not dying from accidental drug overdoses. They're being poisoned. Zachariah Plunk was the star of his high school football team. He thought he bought Percocet off social media, but it was fentanyl. It was five times the amount to kill a person so that's why they couldn't bring him back i think that's an important distinction to make and we should change our terminology from here out on out exactly it isn't people using drugs and then overdoing it and overdosing and dying they're being poisoned to death right this kid thought he was getting one percocet make him a little loopy a little high for a little while no he was given a pill with quintuple the amount of fentanyl it takes to kill somebody. He was poisoned. It wasn't an overdose. I mean, it was technically an overdose of a drug, but it's different in terms of the criminality of it. Yeah, if you make bathtub gin, but it's poison and kills people, you don't say people drank themselves to death. They were poisoned. Or had an alcohol overdose. Yeah, they were poisoned. So people selling this, the cartels, the... We need to reinstitute the quote-unquote war on drugs if we're talking about this stuff and do it hard. Final thoughts with Angie. I love that. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. So limp. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. Our technical director, Michelangelo, will lead us off. Michael? I'm doing everything I can because the gas prices are so high to save on gas. I'm literally coasting to the station, downhill, not putting my foot on the pedal, just keeping barely at the speed limit. There you go. Even uh, people spill gas, I mop it up with a towel and I squeegee it out into my tank. I might get a sail. Anytime you got the wind at your back, you raise your sail. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, young Alex is our behind-the-scenes producer. Alex, a final thought for us? You know, a couple weeks back, I played in a golf tournament. For whatever reason, I pulled my hamstring. It's been super painful. The guys have seen me limping around the studio for the last couple weeks. For whatever reason this morning, something popped back into place. I feel great. I started jogging around the studio just because I feel better. <laughs> wow, so you're limping around, something pops, and now you're fine. Well, okay. I feel great. Wow, that makes me wonder about the actual nature of the injury, but uh, no time to dwell. Jack, a final thought for us? Everything's hackable in the modern world, right? So a lot of people have jacuzzis, apparently. I think my jacuzzi is like this. It has a remote control, so you can remote turn up the heat and turn it down. People are hacking people's jacuzzis, turning the heat way up, and then when you go check on your jacuzzi, you got a hot, stinky soup because it's been at a very high temperature for a long time. <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. That's despicable behavior. I don't approve. 
My final thought is inspired by the 104-year-old lady who dreamed all her life of holding a penguin and finally got that wish fulfilled. Yes, I said holding a penguin. I think my greatest wish is, since I was at the zoo once and a gorilla hurled its poo at the people, I want to hurl my poo at a gorilla. That's my fondest wish. Wow. That's on your bucket list? I've been thinking about it. I've been harboring the resentment, holding the grudge. Between now and my 104th birthday, by God, I'm going to give one of them gorillas what fur. And the redneck says, hold my penguin. Armstrong and Getty, (laughs) wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people with thanks a little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Oh, man, people are loving the camo hats with the new logo. Uh, Get yourself some good A&G swag. Uh, The podcasts are available as well at the website. Drop us an email. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. I'm strong and getty. Whoa. Aw. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> oh, yeah. Baby. What? You, you. Honk, honk. I don't care if I never get back. No! Eesh. What they gonna say now? But resist, we much. We must and we will much about that be committed. And on that possibly nightmare-inducing note. Thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today.